Welcome to the Heavy Metal Over a Six-Pack Podcast. We're going to mix things up today. Three of us are going to drink a beer first. Yep. And we're going to give you all fabulous, solid content. And now it's time for... (laughs) Beer is good. The happiest sound in the world. It's time to grab another beer and then talk about it. This is the Heavy Metal Over a Six-Pack Beer Review. All right, so today's brew of choice is going to be the Wicked Weed Brewing Company. In the uh, effort of staying away from the IPAs, we've gone with Hop Cocoa, porter brewed with cocoa nibs. What the hell's a nib? It's a, <laughs> don't know. It came from cocoa somehow, though. Pardon the light, gentlemen. Trying to see if I can get some info off of this here Canzo, which the condensation's making it very tough. Very, very tough. Very tough. We crafted very, very tough. Hop Cocoa to be a smooth porter that packs a potent chocolate punch into every sip. Roasted cocoa nibs, nibs. combine nibs. with nibs. bright nibs. Nibs. citrusy hops nibs. to create a silky smooth balance of bright hops and indulgent chocolate. Nibs. 6.5% alcohol by volume per 12-ounce can. Of nibs. nibs. Of cocoa nibs. <laughs> Ah, it is a happy sound. Just rip my fucking fingernail off. Your cuticle? Apparently, I need more calcium or whatever uh, makes your uh, fingernails stronger. Calcium? What? All right, cheers. Cheers. Gentlemen? Cheers. Cheers. Hmm. It's not what I expected for a porter. Definitely not what I expected. This is like more. Poppy than chocolate. This is like when you uh, get like one of those chocolate oranges, thinking it's oh, gonna be a good idea. Yeah, <laughs> and then you uh, who invented those nasty things? And then you try eating said chocolate orange, <sighs> and you're like, "Why do I have this chocolate orange?" Do people actually eat those? Actually, my girlfriend does only once a year, and only on Christmas. It's very strange. It's, all, it's only when they're available. Yeah, I'm I can't go. find them at like, any other <laughs> time. It's like it's like Reese's eggs are only around like. Oh, I can't eat those things either. Really? The hell's the matter with you? Yeah, right. <laughs> Ugh, the Cad- <laughs> Cadbury eggs? Oh, no, Cad- the, oh, the Reese's, Reese's eggs. Like the Reese's? I didn't say Cadbury. I like, you know, Reese's. they have the Reese's trees. Yeah, the Reese's eggs, they taste different. Like, they don't taste like Reese's. <laughs> it's the well, shape. The shape makes it taste it different. I mean, it makes it different. <laughs> for sure. Well, you know why? It's because the, uh, the the chocolatey coating on said mm-hmm. Reese's egg is more flimsy. I like the peanut butter lovers ones. Or the white chocolate That's ones. That's pretty fun. Like the, like the big cup. Yeah. Can we go Cadbury egging? No. 
Unless you're gonna eat them. It's so horrible. Like you throw it so hard, it actually it just breaks the window. The window. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like wow, you've gone from uh, petty vandalism to actual property destruction. What an Par- asshole. Partial B and E. You killed Nana. Breaking and egging. <laughs> breaking and egging. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, Wicked Weed. I hate to say it, but uh, we completely digressed off your beer. Hey, uh, Wicked Weed. What the Thanks fuck? Thanks for your nibs, but... Um, what the hell's a nib? <laughs> oh, we already asked that, didn't we? We did. No one answered. <laughs> still, up, kinda, still up for grabs. Anyone wants to this, figure that out? If you'd like to tell a heavy metal over six-pack what a nib is, please email us at hmoa6pack at gmail.com. This beer is like... A nib. In a the pointed subject- end part of a pen, which this... Distributes the ink on the writing surface. Also, a shelled and crushed coffee or cocoa bean. So oh. it is a thing. It's actually a thing. Yeah. Just like actual cocoa. I feel like this tastes more like the end of the part of the pen, though. But you know what? Fine. For some reason, I feel like it's better. Like the more I drink it, though. <laughs> that tends to happen with high alcohol content. <laughs> yeah, it's it's only six five. Only six five. Well, no, like it, it's like I don't know. It's like it goes, it's a- I was weirded out by the first one. Like almost like you were supposed to shake this can. <laughs> <laughs> Unlike last episode where you shook all the cans. (laughs) 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 Not on purpose, though. It wasn't wasn't me. You know, it's the fact that it's it's like a porter, but... Like, I like porters, but I just... I don't know, man. It tastes like an IPA mixed with a porter. Exactly what it It, is. It is supposed to be hot. Yeah, hop cocoa. I guess, yeah, hop cocoa. Like hot cocoa, I get it. Like, I get get the the funny funny. idea, but that doesn't taste good. But it's still (laughs) gross. (laughs) Yeah, it just, um, it's it's not like I feel like the two flavors separately would be good. I don't even, I don't feel like I could taste the weed in this. <laughs> uh, uh, I, I can I can taste the wicked. <laughs> uh, yeah, I have to go with the two because it's not like I mean I'll drink it, but it's not something that I would drink again. I feel strange yeah. about this beer. Like I, it's like I'm like my brain's telling me like you want to like this, but at the same time I'm like no I don't. Yeah, yeah I'm gonna stick. I'm gonna I'm gonna because, ride that two wave. Like this is like the beer that I would drink with that fucking chocolate orange. Ugh. I'm gonna wash my mouth out with Guinness. You know I, I'll go slightly I'll go slightly higher, but not too much higher. I'm giving it a two five. There's some there's something unsettling. Yep. Two point one. Oh, we should float this with a Guinness, man. <laughs> if by float it, you mean take the rest of those packs and throw them in the lake over uh, there? Well, I am so down while drinking I Guinness. I would never, <laughs> never would I ever. That's illegal. That's alcohol abuse. It is. Never would I ever encourage breaking the law. Um, <clears throat> Unless you're Judas Priest. Ha! I see what you did there. Yep. Breaking the law, breaking the law. Thank you for the visual. Yeah. Well. As audio, actually. <laughs> no, that's still visual <laughs> in my mind. I hear with news. <sighs> well, Wicked Weed, we tried. <laughs> we really did try. Uh, I don't like dumping on brewers or beers. Because, like, bro, there's a head brewer somewhere that, like, literally took his time to do this. So, like... And that's the thing. Everyone's I don't, palate's different. So but I it's mean, like I don't want to well, insult the craft. But and like, also, if the Wicked, the Wicked Weed Brewery, believe it or not, has nothing to do with the actual mar- no. marijuana. It's actually farm the table. Like, Yeah, it's... Fun no. fact. Uh, um, hops are the closest cousin to marijuana. Anyway. That's fine. <laughs> that's fine. Fine. If I... I um, I'm going off the cuff on this one. I believe Wicked Weed's from one of the Carolinas, but... Take your word for it. Don't quote me on that one. Uh, the pre the first episode that I tried a wicked weed beer, I knew more about them. 
and I drank a lot since then. But uh, they're definitely more of like a hot, like a hop driven kind of a thing. Like they're generally more IPAs, double IPAs kind of thing. So seeing the actual uh, hop cocoa was like something that was uh, relatively interesting and intriguing. And like I said, I still want to like it, but it's like something's like stopping me. Mm. Yeah, but can't do it. With that being said, that will be today's beer review. On yep. to the episode. Of my after, and we're back, not erect. Outside, <laughs> outside recording shenanigans. I didn't say erection. So Who said erection? No. Uh, we want to start, Anthony. Feud. <laughs> yeah, Please I guess we the, the feud. feud. <laughs> <laughs> don't be erect for this, though. <laughs> Please. I mean, I mean, you know, to each his own. Just don't tell me. Uh, <laughs> So, it's essentially just a string of um, Twitter, you know, back and forth between the. I'm gonna. I'll just read the title, and I'm sure you guys will understand. So, trapped, of course. Oh, it's Lord. fighting EDM Twitter right now. Chris, shut up. Now, I, I'm gonna read these, okay, and just the responses to some of these, and it's just hilarious. Is it bad to want to go full Chris Brown on Chris Brown? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. Right. Heels and all. All right. Uh, let's see. Let's start here. So, I've, evidently, the band is Must Die. Uh, he tweeted, "Hate to break it to you, mega weirdos, but zero of your favorite artists are Republicans. Whatever." So then, trap. Obviously, uh, you have no idea what either side believes in. You stand for nothing and fall for everything mainstream media tells you to fall for. You're a total sheep. So then, Dave. Uh, dressed in uh, Twitch partner here You guys Had hit I'm sorry Yeah Had hit songs 15 years ago Must Die is actually relevant now But does that matter at all? Your disgusting leader Is about to be defeated This gross division Is about to be defeated Where are you gonna go? Blah 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 So then Trap goes uh, Never heard of whatever This guy does so Way more people know Trap Not even a comparison So uh, So humble Continuing Replying to Trap uh, neither is this, but you can keep using it to try to prove your point. So that's their show that had like no yeah, people yeah, yeah, that yeah, lined yeah, up. Yeah, the, uh, yeah, yeah. The, the infamous 15 And then people. someone goes, damn, that's almost 500 people. And then Trap replies, uh, techno fans are usually total pussies. So yeah, I understand. Hmm. And then next guy here, uh, your boomer is showing... Only my parents call electronic music techno. <laughs> <laughs> so this I never is even true. thought of that. This like, is I have to be like wary. Uh, trapped responding. Uh, whatever, man. I was gonna play an acoustic show this Friday for 500 people in Illinois. Governor shut the state down again. I could do a solo acoustic tour and destroy what you do. Uh, this is Volpatron uh, replying. You're painfully unaware of everything going on around you. Trapped responds, uh, dude, you you Casio keyboard techno makers do not play. You hit buttons. You do not write songs. You make background music and do not make shit from royalties. You DJ parties. I don't think anybody makes shit for royalties. Must die responded. I only talk to relevant musicians under 40. Um, let's see. Hate to break it to you, Trapped, but I can guarantee uh, Must Die can sell more ticket sales than you do. Trapped responds, I don't even have to tour at all, and I make way more money than this loser. This year, you kids must have signed up for welfare. 
So this guy responds by having a microphone face at a trash can. And Trap responds with, yes, you have not produced one hit song. Uh, Vincent just replies with pathetic. Trap responds with, why don't I throw you onto a roof? You'd like that. What the fuck does that even mean? Throw you onto a roof? Whatever it means, it sounds really hard to do because I feel like it would be a lot easier to throw them off said roof. <laughs> How do you throw someone on? Is it like the pizza from Breaking Bread? You just <laughs> yeah, throw right? it onto the roof? Uh, so <laughs> You know that, that lady actually put up barricades so people could stop doing yeah, that? I heard about that. <laughs> yeah, that was like a thing. Uh, so Dak Daniels responded, Dog, you're from Los Gatos, one of the wealthiest areas in the Bay. You aren't going to slap anybody. No one fucking likes you, even in your hometown. Trap responds with, you have no idea about any of that. I would throw you into a garbage can with Ezo. Like, what, what, like, what is, is he five? Oh, I think, Twitter. Now you got to see my favorite one. Where is it? Where is it? Where is it? I think it's like a rule when you sign up for Twitter. It's like, are you willing to lose your collective mind? Are you willing to so, look like an idiot? So Trap uh, ended up putting out one. says, you idiots laugh at anything. Must die. I am just a million times smarter than you. My parents also paid attention to me. And somebody posted that. This girl, Ducky, I guess. And Trap responds with, Only straight simps and basic bitches copy pasta. You will copy pasta this. And then, uh, some must I said, I can't breathe, ha ha ha. And then Trap goes, Bro, I know you. You have ADD. <laughs> so uh. must I responds with, Also, remember, when you shit your pants on stage, evidently that was a thing. So this is what? Yeah, evidently that's a thing. Now this is Trap's response. Ready? No, you. Hmm. How's it? When you shit nailed your it. Pants on. Nailed it. <laughs> <laughs> and Bro. then here we go. Here we go. So you're implying you're a white liberal. You closeted racist sack of shit. You're shrouded. Blah 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 blah. Trap responds with, "No, you." <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> and then Bro. this guy shows a meme. And then Trap goes, no, you. <laughs> it goes like, on. Look at like it. Literally like, goes it on. Seems no, like... you. no, you. No, you. Is that like some kind of, can you actually auto comment? <laughs> Maybe. It just doesn't Like we had like a hate, we got haywired. <laughs> it's just so silly, man. We got stuck on no, you. It's supposed to alternate. I have the hardest time believing <laughs> that all... Four, right? It's four members of Trapped. I maybe I don't know. How I have the hardest time believing that all of the members of Trapped are okay with this behavior. Like, there's no way that. Well, other than like festivals, they're pretty irrelevant right now. So I mean, they but they have been. Uh, look, I'm not trying to be rude. Okay, he's probably like, the only one like holding on. He's like, come on, guys, we can still be cool. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, thank you for expanding my love for like new metal and rock and metal when you guys came out. But I now, don't it new metal. I, I, I don't really know. Like, they're not quite metal, and they're not yes. really just rock. <clears throat> no, they're they're hard rock. <laughs> Look at their former members. <laughs> Holy shit! <laughs> Good lord! I wonder why. Look at that guy. He only lasted a year. Mm-hmm. Yep. Lead guitars are usually dicks, man. <laughs> yeah. Right. At least have one. How many drummers? Uh, how many drummers? Usually a lot. Is he is he like the only remaining member? Chris, that's like uh, remain like original member? Yeah. yeah. Holy. Oh uh, nope. Uh, they're uh, Pete, their bass guitarist, 1995. <laughs> but everyone else, I mean, well. <laughs> Shut might, up, bassist. That speaks. Yeah, <laughs> I guess I guess they're called a rock band, but I don't like. I, I don't know. Yeah, American rock band. Oh. 
No, it says they're uh, new metal, though. It says they're new metal, post-grunge, and alternative We metal. can be relevant once I win this war on Twitter! I just, dude, like, like can not you even just in your genre, stop? buddy. Like, just leave it, like, get out of here. Just stop. Like, just shut up. Like, yeah. <laughs> I don't know, man. I feel like, especially recently, everybody just uses social media to just blast their political crap everywhere. And it's like, it's not what it was intended for. And then, like, on top of that... You're going to respond like a five-year-old? No, you. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, bro, just yes. stop. Yeah, thank God we don't do that on this podcast, because it being an election year, I can only imagine. No, you. Might finally get some hate mail. Though. I still kind of want to... <clears throat> I'd love to... Can we ask them to be on the podcast? Can we, can we make this happen? <laughs> no, no, you. Yeah, start, start doing your Twitter magic, bro. <laughs> bro, I, I should... Uh... Like, do like a... Like, deny, deny, accuse. Like, agree, agree... Dude, I fucking hate your point of view on this. Let's talk about it. <laughs> yeah, like on the I, air. I want, like I feel like somebody needs, like, has he done an interview? It's like, bro, recently? we got we got more followers than came to your last show. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, that makes okay. us re- that makes us relevant, right? No, I, yes. I I legit like okay, I there has to be a root to this issue, right? Like. Like, literally, it was radio Psycho- silence. It was radio silence from Trapped for years. And out of nowhere, it's just like, F what? you, F you, you're cool, F you, F you, F you, F you, know you, F Dude, you, know you. It's, like, the twi- it's the Twitter <laughs> thing, like this thing where everybody has like a voice and like everybody can hear everybody else's voice. And it's like, if it bothers you, turn off the fucking internet, bro. But it's just like uh, walk away. But no, like some of these people are like so obsessed with it. They spend like hours and I I can actually count a few people in my real life that I know that literally I was like, are you guys like like a full time job and responding to social media? Yep. Like, it's like holy a, it's shit, a PR like, person, all hours of I, the day. It's like, who the fuck are you reporting to? Nobody cares. What but you I, think. I feel like, like, uh, like I, I and I don't look. I'm just I'm just spitballing here. I have no idea if any of this is true. But I feel like okay, like maybe maybe you're like between labels or something. So like like the gloves come between off because yeah. you don't have you don't have anybody like on a le- you're n- you're not on a leash by a label anymore. Yeah, you're trying to get that edgy label. Like you want but that it's like, edgy cool label. But when everything first popped off, didn't they get cut from dropped from their label because of all the? And it's like, dude, like I. Okay, what is the best case scenario? The absolute best case scenario from you doing this? Thousands of people agree with your side and start following you. And millions don't. Well, can't have everything. <clears throat> but, like, didn't they go from, like, what, 300,000 followers or something down to, like, 80 when he started popping off with you all this stuff? You know what, though? There's that thing, though. With, like, there's no such thing as bad publicity. I think he proved it wrong. <laughs> I think he broke... I think he broke the code, and they, not in a good way. They've had five labels. Didn't they get dropped after he started doing this on Twitter, I though? I would assume. Did they even have that many albums? <laughs> uh, <laughs> they, didn't they? They had a shit ton of albums, and the first one was the only one people one, knew of. Three. I always catch myself like, oh, yeah. like Is that a fact? I actually have no idea. Like it's. I don't know. Like I Eight eight albums. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. I liked About Trapped. About <laughs> It's like... I, I think I don't know. I was they were one of those ones like they didn't they didn't again they didn't swear in any of their music so I could have their CD in my house so I had that that CD that had uh, Echo waiting and Headstrong on it as the bonus track. The drummer became their guitarist. But it's year. like uh, I I catch myself singing their songs all the time in my head and I'm like nope nope nope. Uh-huh. Wait, that's Hoobastank. That's not even. 
<laughs> wait, wait, indeed. I can't. I can't. Even, I, I can't. <laughs> I can't even identify trap music. Uh, like, se- like, seven drummers. Oh, what are they? Five, Slipknot. Five rhythm, five rhythm <laughs> guitarists. Definitely sounds like Slipknot. I'm sorry, lead guitar, five lead guitar. And evidently, Chris Brown plays his rhythm. I didn't. I didn't know. That has nothing to do with probably the lead guy being a complete fucking dick. I I'm just sure like, I. I I do I I so I, wa- I want this interview. Do you guys want this interview? Dude, I'll I'll talk to anybody. I want to know. I I just want to know. Like I have some very specific questions. Like I I and because he's so active on Twitter, I think we'd have to. Yeah, it would have to be like a challenge. It's like how long can we keep him talking before he hangs up on us? <laughs> I mean, I guess, but it's like, bro, like I'm I'm trying to level with you, man. It's like like don't I be wanna a, don't be a pussy, bro. Call back. I don't think he's coming back. You know there were petitions to keep the band's music off of the uh, new or the remake of Tony Hawk's Pro Skater One and Two. Yeah, that's your petitions. But it's like, dude, like you're you can draw the lines that you want to. That's fine, but like you need to understand that you limit your audience with everything that you do in a negative fashion. Like, like it's just bad. Like they say, there's no such thing as bad publicity, but there absolutely <laughs> is <laughs> such thing as bad PR. Yeah, like, bro, you're you're committing career suicide here. Like you realize that. Right. Like your numbers are going down, and you keep opening your mouth. Like, yep. bro, somebody needs to talk to you, so, or get to a some kind of resolution, some kind of conclusion. Like, bro, <clears throat> what is going on? I'm about to get on Twitter and message them right now. <laughs> Can we have everybody but Chris Brown, please? Well, but like, but then the other thing is like, I don't want us to catch heat either because I'm not trying to be like the, I don't know. Oh, dude, believe me, we can, we'll be fine. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's good. Uh, anyway, uh, yeah, that's our that's our. Draft. I'm very easily distracted. I have this uh, article pulled up, and uh, you ever seen the movie Harley, the Harley Quinn movie? Yeah, but well, the, like the regular. Are we talking Suicide Squad or the Birds of Prey? Birds of Prey. Birds of Prey, yes. Oh, <clears throat> she's so cute. I like Margie Robbo. Mar- Robbie, Robbie, Margo, right? Margot, Margot, Margot Robbie. Robbie. That's it, Margot yeah. Robbie. <clears throat> so cute. I didn't actually realize it was the same girl from Wolf of Wall Street. Yeah. But. <clears throat> and was it Mother, Mom, the TV show? Are we done with the feud for now? Yeah. yeah. Okay, cool. <clears throat> Let's do a, uh, so I, I, I decided that we needed an uplifting story today. So our, uh, our little niche genre of our heavy metal. Um, there was this article that uh, UltimateGuitar.com featured. said, top 10 Hollywood actors who are into metal. And it was kind of fun. So I decided that I wanted to share it with you guys. <clears throat> a lot of these are probably well-known and, you know, like we know some of these, but we'll go through them anyway because oh. well, it's my show. So, By the way, you, uh, sorry, real quick, YouTube just announced if you're having trouble watching videos on YouTube right now, so is everyone else. Good. Sweet. At least it's fair. Yeah. <laughs> Actor actress number one is going to be Nicolas Cage. Nick Cage is that pretty. sounds about right. Nick Cage is pretty metal himself. However, yeah. his music taste matches persona. He is always into rock and metal, discovering Johnny Depp at a rock bar and later supporting his son Wes's metal band, Eyes of Noctum. During an interview, Wes confirmed that his father was listening to bands like Dark Throne and Satyricon. Have you ever seen the movie Mandy? I think so. It's, it's Nicolas Cage. It's like that crazy psychedelic one. Yeah. 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 Well, that's like that's Nicolas Cage being Nicolas Cage and his like full cage crazy assholeness. So our our second 
fabulous actress, the uh, aforementioned Margot Robbie. Mm-hmm. Gorgeous Margot Robbie. <laughs> Captured hearts were their roles in Suicide Squad and The Wolf of Wall Street. It was a nice surprise for Mel Caputi when Robbie confessed that she was a fan of bands like Bullet for My Valentine and Slipknot. Sounds about right. Even going to their concerts when she was young. Good time. Uh, always sunny, always sunny in Philadelphia. Like the Glenn show? Howerton. I couldn't tell you which one that is. Glenn Howerton, if you're a fan of the show, he's the skinny, smooth-talking one who thinks he's sexy. Um, he's the brother of the twins. Okay. In the in said show, if you watch the show, you'll know what I'm talking about. A mm-hmm. uh, big fan of the Gojira and named Faith No More as a band that showed him a fun side of metal. Hmm. Interesting. Uh, next actor. I don't know what. I'm just going to keep going through these because I don't know what number I'm on. Bill Burr. Okay. That, that makes sense. Uh, Bill Burr fan. You may know that when he is not doing stand up or writing for a show or acting, he's probably <laughs> behind the drum kit. I love Bill Burr. He is an avid music fan playing some cover songs in his spare time. He usually enjoys some hard rock and metal, but lately has been getting into some heavier stuff. There Bro. is a viral clip of Burr retelling his experience of going to a Meshuggah concert. <clears throat> A story that will ring true to anyone who has ever heard Bleed live. Let's get Bill Burr on the show. That's right. somebody I want to interview. Let's fucking get everybody in the forget, show. Forget this Chris Taylor Brown crap. <laughs> I want to talk to Bill Burr. I would have called this one Norman Reedus. Yeah, Norman Boondog. I love Boondog Norman Reedus. Sakes yes. to Walking Dead. It's hard to not like the very charismatic Norman Reedus. Considering how he looks and dresses in real life, it's easy to imagine him being a fan of metal music. Which, in fact, he is. He is also a good friend of Scotty Ian from Anthrax and shared a stage with him during one concert mimicking playing bass guitar. So he just hopped on the stage pretty much and acted like an idiot. I um, bet Jason Momoa is on this list. <laughs> I doubt it. I'm serious. <laughs> really? I know this guy's face, but I couldn't tell you what he was in. Michael Fassbender? The talented and acclaimed actor and is now hard to picture someone else as a young... Oh, young Magneto. He was in that... Ah, uh, uh, yes. Um, but acting was not Fassberg's for his passion. When he was younger, he was listening to metal bands like Metallica, Slayer, Sepultura. Sepultura. Dreaming about having a band himself and playing guitar. Those Brody are pretty rules. boring choices, but that's fine. Good for you. <laughs> Proud of you. Um, many Game of Thrones fans know that Christian Nairn is a DJ. Okay. Uh, even having some sets at cast parties. But recently, it turned out Christian was also into metal. He enjoyed classic bands like Metallica or Megadeth. Again. Mm-hmm. Um, uh-huh. <clears throat> he had a chance to jam with Dave Mustaine and the whole band backstage at one of their shows. Cool. Uh, blah, 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 et cetera, et cetera. <clears throat> All right. Badass as Ruiz and Orange is a New Black, Jessica Pimentel. Is that the, uh, the main girl? I don't know. The blonde one? She's got black hair in this picture, so. Or is it, is it not, not the one from that 70s show, right? Uh, God, it's, hard to, it's really hard to tell. Yeah, can you tell from that picture? Because it's kind of fucking... It's the beginning of a video, unfortunately, so... Uh, yeah, I think that's a girl from that 70s show. Okay. Jessica Pimentel, who received much praise for her role in the show as a metal band... Co- oh, she has a metal band called Al- nope. Al- Alakine's Gun. And not the tame kind of melodic metal you may expect, but full-on blast beats and growling death metal. Yeah, that sounds very... Yeah, it's not It's not the one from that 70s show. Also I last year, Pimentel is. joined the Mexican death metal veterans Brugeria as a backup singer. That's pretty cool. So she's like, no she's like literally a metal... Yeah, she comes up literally as a metal artist. Most people know this one, Jada Pinkett Smith. Okay. She's a metalhead? There are people like Nick Cage, whose metal tastes come as no surprise, and then there are people like Jada Jada Pinkett Pinkett Smith Smith is a metalhead? That make you go, Mm -hmm. what? Mm -hmm. In her hip-hop-filled family, she seems 
to enjoy some heavy tunes. Not only that, but she fronts a metal band herself. I forget the name of them, but I saw I them at think, OzFest. Yeah. What? Yeah, I've heard of it. What? Um, yeah. How have I never known of this? She's before? saying it's, they're saying it's called Wicked Wisdom, but that's not the band that she that she fronted that I saw at Ozfest. I'm trying to remember for the life of me what it was, but it's never going to come. Uh, it starts with W. Um, Wicked Wisdom? No, Wicked Wisdom. Well, that, that's what I'm saying. It wasn't Wicked Wisdom when I saw her. Uh, yeah, it says Wicked Wisdom is an American new metal band from Los Angeles, formed by Jada Pinkett Smith. Mm-hmm. Um, heavy metal, new yeah, metal. But what year though? Because I saw her like 2006. Probably, yeah, see, I saw her in like oh two oh three. I didn't even know she could yeah, sing. This is 2002. Is when this. Came out to now. Hmm. I want to uh, history Ozfest 2005. Wicked see, Evolution. See, I don't feel like I went to it after 04, but I definitely saw her. I could be wrong. Whatever. We don't have to. Um, <clears throat> next, Christopher Lee, the man, the legend. Christopher Lee needs no introduction. A Sith Lord, yeah, Dark Wizard. He has music too. And the man with the golden gun decided to go into metal after he turned 80. Yeah. He has like a legit like He metal recorded album. a concept metal album, uh-huh. Charlemagne, yep. by the sword and the cross that was released when Lee was 88. It's crazy because he does like these like, like these like kind of like chanty kind of things and this like heavy shit behind. It's crazy. Yeah. Wasn't done at 88 though. He later did a second one at the age of 90. Attaboy. The manly truly lived an incredible life. That's that's like how... how Dooku. It's like... <laughs> Uh, my fiance Connie once asked me, "Is like when, when are we gonna be done with like all this music stuff?" Well, it looks like the <laughs> looks bar like, has been like raised. Ninety, like <laughs> roughly eighty-eight, ninety. Fucking ninety. And bonus, we all know we all know and love this one. Jim Carrey was allegedly yep. a death metal fan, personally assisting on putting Cannibal Corpse in Ace Ventura. Fucking love Jim Carrey. Mm-hmm. Yet there was well, a, there was a story movies. from his son-in-law who himself plays in a metal band that that is not true. That Carrey never listened to this kind of music, and it was done purely for the movie purposes. But then later interviews with the band for their anniversary DVD made the story even more confusing. Chris Barnes remembered that Carrie knew the lyrics for the songs. How the fuck does anybody know the lyrics for Cannibal Corpse? I don't even think Dude. the guys from Cannibal Corpse know Yeah, how do they know, know the lyrics? <laughs> <laughs> uh, even for the songs on his previous record. I feel like Jim Carrey's like the ultimate troll, though, also. Probably. Like, you never, like, I don't know. You never know Especially what angle then. he's coming from. Especially back you then. Know? The, the story concludes, I doubt we will ever know the truth of this story, but we will always have this great deleted scene of Jim and Cannibal Corpse doing Hammer Smash Face. We'll yeah. just get him on the podcast. Fine. Jim Carrey? Yeah, why not? You think he'd do it? Yeah, we'll yeah. ask him. All right. Yeah. So we got, what? We got Bill Burr. He's in the artsy shit Jim now. Jim Carrey. Like, he might be. And uh, Trapped. Just tell him you're a lesbian. Let's see how the... <laughs> I mean, I am. Technically. I go to Taco Bell. That's my uh, feel-good story. Beautiful. Beautiful. Go trapped. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, don't do that. <laughs> we do no, we do not uh, in, encourage, endorse uh, trap going anywhere. Um, I guess I'll just bring up the the video we just watched. Um, a small, a quick thing about it. Um, on the or sorry, during the MTV European Music Awards. Doja Cat, for any of those pop people out there, ended up performing a remix of her hit "Say So," and with like a like a metal kind of esque background music dealio, uh, which is which is cool. I mean, I think it was very well done. Um, kind of bringing that uh, what is it, uh, gent and heavy metal kind of into the mainstream. I think it was a cool mashup. I think something can be done with that. Personally, 
I feel like it's a cool genre to blend yeah. together. Um, yeah. If you haven't uh, seen it, check it out. You know, once YouTube figures out its shit. I was trying to find, I know it's like a gazillion fucking comments into this, but I was trying to find the where they said the original that she uh, blended in. but So the uh, Pliny solo comes from the song Handmade Cities off the album of the same name, which came out in 2016. Okay. Yeah. Sweet. Thank you. It's, uh, yeah. Thank About you for having... Two minutes and 50 seconds in. Thank you for having facts. Mm-hmm. Unlike myself. Yes. <laughs> Sweet. Send it. Do it. Um, we'll get no follows. <laughs> that's all right. Yeah, I mean, that's pretty much it. We can probably roll into a main event. Main event? Main event time! This is the Heavy Metal Over a Six-Pack Podcast. Today's main event, I'd like to bring you back to the days of the never-ending story. The never-ending story. Falcor! <laughs> probably one of the saddest movie scenes ever when the horse gets taken by the sadness. Hey! Yep. We're not going to talk about that. We just did. You no. can't say anything. You've never seen. Not to be impolite, but now I'm sad. <laughs> and I don't really want to continue with this. <laughs> well, uh, see, I didn't wear my widow's outfit today, so unfortunately, uh, it's not the dry cleaners. In all seriousness, no, we've uh, we've decided that today's episode is going to be um, is going to be a tribute to the greatness and. Possibly the rest in peace. Exactly. Of where's my widow outfit comes into play here. <laughs> of the uh, the mighty uh, Atreyu, um, myself and I know Anthony, like we're very outspoken about like the greatness of the Atreyus and whatnot. So uh, we want to uh, we want to uh, discuss Atreyu today. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe remember That's the good. My binky. Maybe re- yeah. Talk about the good, and maybe discuss what possibly yeah is or mm-hmm. is not happening with. Said Atreyu. Do you want to know what an associated act, according to Wikipedia, for Atreyu is? Bon Jovi. No. Yep. It is on here. It goes Avenged Sevenfold, Bleeding Through, Bon Jovi, Fake Figures, Hello High Water, I Am War. I am war. So, in, uh, pre- sure in, in previous tri- <laughs> tribute episodes, like we've actually taken time to actually just kind of like reflect on like our first uh, experience and or interaction with, uh, with the... The, the band in tribute that that we had. So mm-hmm. maybe maybe we could start with that. Yeah. Um I can start. I can do like a real yep. a real quick and dirty version of my of my uh Atreyu experience. So the quick and as dirty. a as a young lad, I actually I, I mean I found Atreyu late and I had to uh I had to go back and find stuff about Atreyu because after I found them because like my first experience with Atreyu was actually oh six with a, a deck rip on yesterday, the song Creature. Um, I forget. This was like back still when like Napster wasn't completely gone, and like we were able to like steal tracks, kind of a thing. And like this just happened to be like one of the first ones that I like ran into. And like <clears throat> Creature is a good song, but good then song. like I went. I it's funny because I remember going through like the uh, the album A Death Grip on yesterday and just mm-hmm. being like, eh. like eh, whatever. I like Shameful. The theft but is then really good. I went. So in my research, I go back and I listen to like more Atreyu, and it's like, oh my god, Atreyu is like fucking amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, plus, the best thing that Atreyu ever did was actually put out 
um, in 2007, their Best of Atreyu album. Yes. Which featured yep. pretty much a death grip on yesterday and everything before. Yep. And was like literally yep. probably the blueprint of every highlight that you needed up until that point. Yeah, pretty much. In it's their all the career. good stuff. Yeah, 100%. Uh, Lip Gloss and Black, which has the iconic beginning, like the probably one of my favorite choruses and, and hooks. Because... As far as I'm concerned, Atreyu is the first band that that was out there that actually combined the clean vocal and the heavy vocal and did it well, mm-hmm. and like like <clears throat> seamless mm-hmm. and the, like their their writing style, uh, the the flow, the like the continuity, like everything was always like so great with that. So I go back, I learn all like the old Atreyu, and then I come back and I li- re-listen to a Death Grip on yesterday, and then I realize it's like wait a minute, this album is actually pretty fucking kick-ass too, even though everybody apparently hated it because like this was like the start of their them going commercial. And I bullshit, but yet, it's um, it has X's and O's is on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Your Private War is really good. Shameful is actually one of my favorites, like all time. I trade your songs, like top five. And then Lead Sales and you know, I'm, I'm confusing these a little bit because Lead Sales and Paper Anchor was definitely like when they were, were considered to become a, Correct. Come commercial, like with Becoming a Bull, which when, it fir- when that song first came out, I actually thought that was by uh, Papa Roach. That's fair. Yeah. So like when I was trying to yeah. find it, I would look up Papa Roach becoming the bull and nothing would come up. And I'm like, what the hell? Like, what, what the hell's come going on? Come on, LimeWire. So everybody hates, everybody <laughs> hates Lead Sales. Give me a virus and a song. <laughs> yeah, right, at least. Like, everybody hates Lead Sales. Everybody hates Lead Sales. Everybody hates Lead Sales. It's like, yeah, you know, it's not that good. But then if you actually listen to Lead Sales and then like you come across songs like Lose It, Lose it Can't Happen Here. Yep. Um, on is good. Doomsday is really good. It's like okay. When two or one. Yeah. This then it's like wow. This album doesn't suck at all. Nope. But overall, I mean, and then just to, just to tell this story, I remember being so excited because after I uh, I learned of the uh, the greatness of Atreyu. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, I definitely went to Ozfest after '05 because Atreyu was supposed to play at the Ozfest in New England. <laughs> <laughs> And What's that? Their slot came, and it, like was, it was supposed to be Motor Grader and a Treyu, and it went Motor Grader and no Treyu. <laughs> I've never heard of them. Like um, that fucking Shinobi, that band that did that uh, Shinobi Sh- versus Dragon. Yeah. Uh, um, pro- 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 no. Pro- no. The fuck are they called? Oh my god! I, I know, right? That's gonna bother me. Is it Shinobi versus? Um, 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 Dragon Ninja. Uh, Lost Prophets. Yes, thank you. Lost Prophets showed uh, up uh, and filled in uh, for a Treyu. So, can we not talk about Lost Prophets? <laughs> well, they only had like one song at the time. So I think they like they had to fill like a 20 minute set. So they did that like twice. That was probably before Last the Last Train thing. Home. They just played it over and over and over again. Yeah. <laughs> I, I did like rooftops for a while, to be honest with you. So that was my first. No and then my I think it took. I can't remember when we saw him in Boston. I refuse to support anything. Lost profits. I think Agreed. it. Um, I Agreed. think it took me about twelve years to actually catch up and finally see a Treyu. Yeah. Like at like after that, like it had to be like. Well, no, it was like fifteen, sixteen that we went, wasn't it? When the, we went the, yeah. the first time in Paradise. Yeah, it was three, four years ago, roughly. And probably still to this day, one of the most fun concerts I've ever been to. So that's my experience yeah. with a trade. My uh, my first ever job in New England was for a furniture company delivering furniture all over New England. So we'd spend tons of time in a truck with 
some guy I didn't really like. <laughs> and uh, the only thing we could agree on was uh, WAAF when that existed. Uh-huh. And uh, becoming the bull was the first thing, or become the bull was the what first. What a death in this uh, episode! <laughs> yeah, that was the first. That was the first. Uh, first time I was ever introduced to a Treyu, and uh, I remember we had to do a delivery like all the way up like borderline Maine in New Hampshire, and uh, that song literally came on three times on the drive <laughs> there and back. Dude, that got heavy play when it came out. Yeah, yeah. It it's a good song. I still love it. Um, if iPods were still a thing, I'd I'd have it on my iPod. Do you? Uh, <laughs> is that is that it for you? Yeah. Okay. I didn't want to cut into yours. <laughs> uh, mine is mine is similar. So when, um, becoming the bull came out, like I didn't know Betray was the time. Like yeah. I didn't, it wasn't a band that I ever searched. But the thing that caught my eye was obviously the drummer. It was the singer, chorus. yeah. Like that's, and I was, I was literally like, that was exact. I time, was shocked. Two thousand seven, two thousand eight. That's when I started playing drums. That's high high school. Like, nice. and I was like, yeah. that was like my connection. I was like, shit. And then I got the album, and then mind you, the cool thing about Let's Sell Paper Anchors is actually a Faith No More cover uh, song number twelve. It's one of those things that you they don't have anymore with those like the hidden tracks huh. that aren't actually on the thing. Oh, I didn't know. That. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Like even Spotify doesn't have it, but it's actually on the album itself. <laughs> if Spotify doesn't have it, doesn't exist. Yeah. Uh, so on top of that, finding this was like my new thing. This was like my new band. Um, I went to Taste of Chaos, which was Avenged Sevenfold, Bull of My Valentine, and Atreyu. And that's like where it all started from there. And then pretty much I limewired the fuck out of them. And then went all the way back to, you know, um, Suicide Notes and Butterfly Kisses. And that's pretty much where I've been since, to be honest with you. And like Marcus brought up their Best Of album, or the Best of Atreyu was huge because you got all of it like that was all their big stuff yeah yeah like it like that that was so well done like the when they when they actually put that mm-hmm. out in 07 because it was like okay they're starting to get radio play they're starting to get radio play oh by the way look what we've done before you know yeah right and and you brought up the lead cell paper anchor thing you know what when we go into the albums i'll talk about it i won't go i won't get into it yet proud of you mm. okay so fun fact Tease it a little or bit. Or fun, fun, <laughs> fun fact, maybe possible trivia. Can you name the band name that the tree you originally operated from or operated under I'm always before so changing their name to a tree after a character from the Michael <clears throat> N. Penn fantasy book, The Never Ending Story? I don't know this. Every time somebody mentions like a band name change, I am always forced to think of Finger Eleven. Okay. It wasn't them though. I know, but but their <laughs> That would be wrong. Their original name was the <laughs> like the wrong. Rainbow Monkey Crap Flingers or something like that. And they changed it to Finger 11, which oh, is Oh yeah, they had like a horrible. Which is like horrible, a horrible horrible Which name. apparently is a penis, by the way. Finger 11? Yeah. That guy licks his drumsticks. It's like that band. It's the weirdest shit I've ever seen. It's like that band Mudfucker. It's like, dude, you're oh, never going to you never you're never going anywhere. Yeah. Or yeah, that's fuck, for other reasons though. When you wear a geisha robe <laughs> and underwear. I didn't think they were that bad. I, <laughs> I did search it up, so I actually know the answer to your question, but I won't say it. So, so the, they were originally operating under the moniker of Retribution, Retribution. Bag, a California band. This is why we didn't hear these guys until like late, because yeah. they're fucking California. Yep. And like, you know, the, re- the regionalization thing and like whatnot. Mm-hmm. Um, Fun fact, my brother actually saw them. Same venue as actually your sister, oddly enough. And it was in, like, this tiny... I don't remember the name of it, but it was in this tiny little, like, place where, like, you're, like, 
us and band kind of thing mm-hmm. and they weren't even known yet and like it was like suicide notes and butterfly kisses was just coming out like they were selling their album my brother was like front row from it was pretty cool like before yeah. they got big it's nice sometimes you don't know when you see bands you don't know how big I, they'll get you know I, I, mean? I misspoke finger 11 was the rainbow butt monkeys is that what it was yeah, yeah that's sorry close enough it's one of those things I'd have to like really think back. It's like just like a random opening band that is now like huge. That's what I mean, like, and it's like whoa, like I saw that coming, but I didn't see that coming. A good friend of mine, um, I prevail blew up quick. Yeah, a good friend of mine, her stepdad, um, he was at a show in Boston, and like saw this band. They were really cool. Ended up like closing the bar with them. Like it was just him and the lead singer, and they were just talking, you know, back and forth, sitting at the bar. Back and forth. Yeah. And the then found out, found out, oh. fucking Rob Zombie. <laughs> yeah. Like, literally had no idea back then. You know, you don't know these things. And it, I, it was White Zombie was, like, the band that was playing. Yeah. That's funny. It's crazy, right? <clears throat> um, trying to think how we should... One of the one of the cool things, also, <clears throat> like, their first album, Suicide Notes and Butterfly Kisses, was 02. Yep. I thought they had an older release than that. Technically, though. if you want to count Visions... Okay. As their original, original, yeah. original release. Right. But they were one of those bands like they like they 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 were they came out hard and heavy like oh two mm-hmm. to like oh seven because oh one they released their EP the fractures in the facade of your porcelain beauty. But then like they disappear for like ten years and like this is actually after Lead Sales of Paper Anchors because uh, two thousand eleven to two thousand fifteen roughly. Yeah, well two thousand nine technically to two thousand fifteen, but they they played. Congregation of the Damned a little bit after that, but that was a full blown hiatus. Like they were just like nothing. Huh. So, I think like uh, if we, if we, if we were gonna actually do like a ranking mm-hmm. of like, and forgive me if this is gonna like throw off how like you kind of like approach this. Um, instead of like doing a ranking of like the albums, because as far as I'm concerned, there's like a few Atreyu albums that are absolutely great and spectacular. Mm-hmm. And then they're just some that are just like, okay. Or can I be completely honest with you? Like, I have, like, between Suicide Notes and Congregation of the Damned, through iTunes, I own every one of their songs. Like, literally, like, I own every one of them. Like, actually paid for? Yeah. Like, and I also bought albums as well. Like, Lead Sales, I have the actual album. Um, long live! I have the actual album. Congregation! I have the actual album. So you're gonna be our, you're gonna be our, like probably like our, like our, our big voice on this. Being the, sure. being your pinky, and I just unplug my. <laughs> Although 2020 comes out with battle drums, I didn't know that was a thing, but it has Alex in it too. 2020. <laughs> no, I'm serious. It has Alex in it, and it's like a weird dubstepy, weird. Well, how is that a thing? Dubstep well, we'll, battle we'll, we'll, get, we'll get into the yeah. So what I was, how I was thinking we could do this, Anthony. Okay. Um, I want to know overall favorite album. Okay. Most complete album. Okay. Like whatever interpretation. Mm-hmm. That's really all I had yeah. off the top of my head. And you can't count the best stuff as a complete album, can you? Um, I no. Okay. That's a, that's a cop out. Okay. That's fine. That's fair. Although they should do a what if what if what if they're the same? My complete and my favorite. That's fine. Is that fine? Sure. Okay. Sure. We'll discuss from there. Okay. Can I say it? You know, you're better. You, <sighs> you're better than me. You can do top three. 
Do top three. <laughs> top three favorites. And yeah, top start, th- start with three, go to one, and then give okay. us like, the most complete album because it sounds like okay. those are the same. Okay, we can do that. Okay, I'm going to stop confusing shit okay. and just like leave it. Do you want me to go first? Or... Do you guys want to go first? You can go first. No, well, go first? Yeah. do some. Yeah. Um, okay, so for my number three, I guess, um, I'll just go in order here. Sorry about that. Intro, I'm gonna everybody. I'm gonna move my five around because I'm gonna kind of consolidate it a little bit. Um, I think my oh Lord. number three would have to be Suicide Notes. I think because it was their first album, it was their big one. I mean, you know, Lip Gloss and Black alone. I feel, you know, what I mean, mm-hmm. um. Coming from the EP as well, a few of those songs are on there too. Um, but again, I mean, Brendan's vocals aren't fully formed yet. They're kind of right. more background-y than actual chorus in a lot of it. Um, it's crazy. It's also, Ain't, Ain't, Love, Ain't Love Grand is like one of my favorite songs too. That's a phenomenal song. Um, for number two, I'm actually going to give it to Long Live because huh. I feel after Lead Sales... They kind of hit that mainstream thing, yeah. and I want to bring up the mainstream thing because mainstream you know what? Wall. But you know what? If I, they didn't make that album, I probably wouldn't have known of them, right? Because they, they got know. radio play, right? And that's sometimes a huge thing. And that's that's the thing. That's the balance you have to look at as an artist. Is mm-hmm. you know, like you got to sell out a little. It's like it's not even selling out. It's just you have to give the people what they want to hear. Right. Um, can we also add another category as most underrated album? Can we do that as well? We can. Cool. Uh, so yeah, long live. I feel because after that kind of lull in their, you know, mainstream, and I'm sure Marcus can agree with me on this as well. I think they came back hard with this album, like the, and it was after the hiatus, and they came back like a treu. You know what I mean? They came back with the heavy shit, the solos, everything. Like yeah. I mean, it was all there. And even Alex was literally like, I'm not going to sing in this shit because I can't do it. I'm going to fucking scream because that's what you well, guys they did want. Like that, it was like that one song. It's like um, the fucking... Um, like, who you, uh, do you know who you are? Yeah, that was a yeah, popular one. But Heartbeats and Flatlines, that song's fucking great. Mm. Yeah, that's actually a really good song. Breast Balls is a little weird, but I still like it. Um <laughs> As for number one and most complete, honestly, I'm going to go with The Curse. Mm, I think yeah. that has to be, because, I mean... It's their sound. It's Bleeding Mascara, Right it's Side of the sound. Bed, uh, The Crimson, A Remembrance the Crimson, Ballad. Yeah. Um, Demonology and Heartache. Demonology and Heartache, My Sanity on the Funeral Pyre. Like, that's one of my favorite guitar riffs, like, of all their songs. It's so good. <clears throat> my favorite number one song is Five Viking and Chase with a Shot of Clarity. And that's the last song on that album. So, I mean, this album literally has everything. This Flesh of Tomb, you know, I mean, it's all I've very just... good. Corsetting, You Eclipse by Me. Like, I mean, it's all good. Every one of these songs. This is one of the albums I can listen to front to back, no problem. One thing I can say is that I've always loved and respected how Atreyu has stayed true <laughs> to Atreyu. They've tried. Even, it's I mean, going even, off a little I mean, bit, but... Yeah, but, like, there's not many successful people that name their songs and things like this. You know, and they're out. Like, I think about, uh, what was that one? Uh, Evans Blue, right? They had, like, some weird names, too. But, like, there's, like, you don't often hear of bands that have, like, names of songs and albums and stuff that are, like, so, (laughs) 
long-winded, you know, that are successful. Right. And, like, that's always kind of been their niche as well as being excellent artists and making their own sound. Right. I think I'd have to go with... Uh, just because of Becoming the Bull, I have to. Uh, it's it's got to go my number one. Let's Sales is easily good. my number one. I don't... I mean, that was the first one I heard. It and was... You know what's weird is I always and this you may agree with me on this one too. Uh, the song "Slow Burn" is literally like I literally it's it's a Lincoln it's, Park song. It's a yeah. fucking Lincoln Park song, right? Up and down, it's crazy, and it's back and forth like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, back and forth. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of back and forth, uh, the Death Grip is my second one. Death Grip's very good. It's got to well. be my second, just because. X's and O's. I felt like X. Yeah, I felt like X's and O's kind of so. Like we said, like they came on the scene with Becoming the Bull for a lot of people, me included, where that was like where they got their notoriety. Mm-hmm. And I always love when I see bands take that kind of like that, like when they ride the wave, you know, and they're like, hey, like, well, we also have this song, you know, mm-hmm. and like X's and O's was the big push yep. off of their next album. Yep. But then, but then when you listen to the rest of the album, you kind of get into all the other little deviations Mm -hmm. of Atreyu and all the little things that, like, the things that make them the band and the sound that they are. And that's Mm -hmm. what I I loved about the second album. Like, obviously, it wasn't there. Right. No, no. I'm saying. uh, Oh, you mean the curse? Right. Like, well, no, no. I'm saying, like, the. The second known album for me. I understand it wasn't their second album. Okay, your second. Okay. But. Yep. Nope, that makes sense. I feel Bonus. like, okay, we've, we've talked about this before. You look at Stained. They had two albums mm-hmm. before they, right. before before they, they ever got picked up or even noticed. Exactly. You know, uh, the only thing that they ever came close to was Mud Shovel. Yeah. And that, the only reason people know of that song is because people went back mm-hmm. right, to look exactly. at that stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, sure. So, and I don't, <laughs> not to be impolite, uh, but, you know, your albums don't matter until you make it. In this it's industry, true, unfortunately, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. and so to me, yeah, it Death Grip is definitely their sophomore album because mm-hmm. it's it's now the now the spotlight's on you, right? And so we see this with artists all the time where the kind of the pressure of the mainstream kind of shifts you and forces you into this like this certain way of thinking. And I love that Atreyu for a long time did not feed into that stuff and they kept being themselves. And I felt like the transition between Lead Sales and Death Grip was flawless in those two albums. Mm-hmm. That was all encompassing of Atreyu and Lead Sales. Like this is like this is where we got noticed, and this is where our sound became popularized. Sure. And then it carried over into that album like so ridiculously smoothly. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, but I do love. I I do love the curse. I like I, I I just I wish it's like the hybrid theory. Of yeah, I just but like I wish more people went back in time with these bands after they get noticed. You know, I wish more people would would and mm-hmm. it's it's just not if you're not a music person, it's not something that you would normally do. You know how many bands I've like have one song of, and then I was like, you know what, I'm gonna check out the album. And I'm like, wow, this is actually really good. Well, it's tough because there's a lot of bands that don't have that, you right. know, and there's, I feel like people kind of get burnt out when they, when they want to put their heart and soul into a band that they think is like an excellent song. And then they listen to the album and they're like, wow, this is, uh, 
nothing like that one song. Well, it's just hard know? now, even like nowadays. It's like you you hear that one song. It's like okay. I'm going to do my due diligence and check them out. Like, I, I make notes all the time. I'm always taking mm-hmm. freaking pictures of, like, the right. octane on the right. like, the mm-hmm. display. It's like, I got to check these guys out. Click. Yep. And then, like, you go back. It's like, ooh. Right. Or you're like, ooh. And yeah. then you have your new favorite band for the week. Pretty much. Yeah. Um, I do. <laughs> I do. And then another song comes up. <laughs> before we go into Marcus, bring up my most underrated album. Um I don't know if either of you have actually fully listened to this album, but The Congregation of the Damned. I honestly no. can't recognize any track on exactly. it. Exactly. Uh, so when Let's Sell This Paper Anchor came out, obviously, I, that was my Atreyu thing. And then mm-hmm. I remember being in college and Congregation came out. Like, it was like, like I followed Atreyu. Like, I, I was on their webpage at the time. We didn't have social media really back then. Right. So, you know, I, w- I was following that. And I saw that album was coming out. And then when it came out, the cool thing about it is that, just to kind of slowly, quickly go through it real quickly, um, you start with the first song, Stop Before It's Too Late, if Marcus, if you want to play it. It's all screaming vocals, and it's literally about zombies. <laughs> and if, if it's you know, the weirdest thing, it literally sounds like Bleeding Mascara. Almost. It's got that same like crazy like guitar solo at the beginning, but they got a couple of things that are like that. Like even like heartbeats and flatlines. Yeah, it's exactly. Like, like the same way. It's like it, it starts. It's like oh, it's like bleeding mascara. Uh, Gallows is really good. It's super super catchy. Um, Storm the Past was their big single, along with I believe Bleeding is a Luxury. Storm the Past is a phenomenal song. Like it's it's that's like a radio song. Wasn't you know, played on the radio. You but. know what? You know what I think is crazy about. Well, so many of these bands too, but like, if you pick and and believe me, there is like like there's no. I mean, unfortunately, there is. We don't like to admit this, but like, there is a wrong single to select from your album. If you pick the wrong single from your album, the album tanks. It's true. If you pick the right single, Mm -hmm. it launches you. And so, it's it's so it's it's like weird though they picked like. El Nino is like the first example that I can think of because like there was like a like it was a heavy song but it was like a softer song. It's like how do I how do I, I live without, without you? you yeah. And then you go by the album and like the first song you hear Me on the fucking I track is <laughs> yeah. is God yeah. save us. Oh yeah. And then if you still hate me, that's it. If you still hate me, yeah. And if you still hate me, it, it's like. The <laughs> exactly. fuck did I just buy? Yeah. Holy yeah. like we needed that back then. It's like holy mm-hmm. shit, I just bought this disc. Mm-hmm. And it's like <gasps> yeah, no, that's true. Um, but anyway, sorry. No, 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 you're fine. No, you're good. <clears throat> um, Marcus, I'm surprised you haven't found this song yet. The song "You Were the King, Now You're Unconscious." Uh, it's got an intro, and I know how much you love intros. I do love me some intro. Um, but the the interesting one. So, out of all the Atreyu song, even the newer ones, the song "Wait for You" is a legit ballad. There's no screaming in it. Has some of the best vocal work I've ever heard. And it's like the prettiest song ever. Alex or Brendan? Brendan. It's it's like super pretty, but like the chorus, his vocals are phenomenal. It's like it's it's. He's got a great voice though. He really does. It's almost like he wanted to be a lead guy. It's funny because my mom actually loves this song, and she's like, "I want to see a trailer." I'm like, "No, you don't. (laughs) (laughs) No, you don't." I know, like you hear the song, you're like, "Yeah, this song's great," but it's not. They won't play it. That no. yeah, that's what sucks when you have multiple. They probably albums. play it now because they don't have Alex. <laughs> he can play this one. Alex isn't in this. Yeah, that's not true. I think he is in. The, it is in the verse, but 
Yeah, we'll get we'll get into that shortly. But it's good. Um, <clears throat> and just a quick throw out to my favorite Atreyu song, which is unfortunately not on any album mm. at all. Uh, the song is her portrait in black. Ah, oh, great song! It's on the album Underworld Evolution, and you have to have like I- Apple iTunes because yeah. I don't think it's on Spotify. Yeah, it was yep. like a bonus track. Uh-huh. Right? This is why I'm like a, a psychopath and I I pay for more than one <laughs> premium service. <laughs> <laughs> I love that song, but there's I was like you know what? The, and just a quick side story. I'll never forget. We have a bar near us, um, uh, Graffiti um, in oh. Fitchburg. Oh, I almost said hotel graffiti. graffiti. (laughs) It's American graffiti. So they have obviously the jukebox, and I used to play like Pantera and shit when we were playing a bunch of people from work. You know, Mm. so this song's actually on there, and I was like, oh, (laughs) like play, 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 (laughs) just on repeat for three hours. It's great, but uh, no, I digress. That was my my fun. No, absolutely, absolutely, and of course the covers album is fun too. All right, so if I'm if I'm rating stuff, uh, I'm going to knock out the easy one right away because you know what, it's not going it, to, it's really not going to land on any of my favorites. But I'll just give the. Uh, that's really weird. <laughs> right, it's a squeak. Oh, it's the fucking <laughs> that, that actual head. It is. That's right. Okay. I'm, um, I'm going to make a song out of that. <laughs> uh, all right, so <laughs> take your high seat. <laughs> the straw. Sorry. Oh my word! That All was right. not the straw movement, bro. So <laughs> if I was my, my straw, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not. I'll knock it. Cooler. I'll knock it out right away. The the most underrated album is going to be Lead Sales Paper Anchor for me because that was the one that was like most hated by like the hardcore Treyu fans. Like sell out, sell out, sell sell out. Sell out. <laughs> well, the good thing about Lead Sales Paper Anchor was it's got like, like again those gems. Lose it. Um, can't happen here. Like, there are great songs. And the, the other good thing about this album was their production value actually started getting really, really good. Mm-hmm. So, like, it was clean. It was well mixed. It was less rock. Because, like, a lot of the older albums for Atreyu, like, let's face it, I have, like, a little bit of a rawness to it. Probably what they preferred at the time. And it's like, you know, they it was more modernized kind of a thing. Mm-hmm. But as far as, like, underrated goes, Lead Sale Paper Anchor is not as bad as anybody ever said it was. And becoming the bull, I have been uh, accused of hating the song. I don't hate the song. It's just it's just overplayed. It's just like, one of the ones that was. It's like so one much. of those. I'm, like, done okay, I'm, I'm done with the song. I don't want to listen to it right. anymore. Like I'm done with the song. Like I don't need to hear it again. <laughs> like kind of a thing. But if it's on, it's like yeah, is what it is. Kind of a thing. Although I think no one cares is my least favorite to you song completely. Ever. I just don't like that song. I just yeah. for some reason I do not like it. So. Well, beyond no one that, cares about your opinion. No, that's fine. <laughs> Especially like with the newer stuff. Like obviously, there's been a, there's been like a shift between like kind of like less Alex, more Brendan, kind of a thing, and um, like we'll we'll talk a little bit in detail about like some of the stuff. Mm-hmm. I'm a, and I I think I'm self admittedly I'm an Alex guy. Okay. Yeah, that's fair. Like I like Alex with like the right amount of Brendan, kind of a thing. I, mean, I feel like it's a balance, man. You can't. It, it is. It really is. But the thing is, you have Alex. I'll get into it later. I'm that, going to do it now before. before but I, um, that's what happens with all two-headed metal bands. Right. My number three is going to be Suicide Notes and Butterfly Kisses. Mm-hmm. The original. Mainly because I think even to this day, my favorite song by Atreyu is still Lip Gloss and Black. It's a good one. Because I think it brings you in right. It's got the right amount of heavy, and then it's and got the piano. hookiest piano at the fucking end. chorus, like probably ever. It's mm-hmm. absolutely beautiful. It's gorgeous, 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 gorgeous. Beautiful song, probably my favorite. Um, so second and first, this is really hard for me because the curse is an easy pick. 
Bleeding Mascara, Right Side of the Bed. You Eclipse by Me is great. That's not a great song. Uh, the fucking Crimson. Mm-hmm. Uh, it. Demonology and Heartache. Oh, uh, don't forget the, the bonus track at the end. One oh, of, yeah, like uh, fucking Bon Jovi. That's, that, see, that's why they're affiliated with them. What? You Give Love the, a Bad Name they cover. cover. They cover You Give Love a Bad Name. That's right. Yeah. On the deluxe version so you, of the You curse. know what's hilarious? And this is a quick, I don't mean to digress, but so the number one, like I was re- reading an interview by them, and the number one asked for a song in every tour is that one. They all want to hear that fucking cover. Uh, Other Mark actually uh, was like, Die hard and adding this to the marked playlist, and I was like, I don't think people will get it <laughs> if we do it. Like, it's one of those like you're playing the bar scene. It's like it's cool to do like covers, but like you need to do the ones that like make sense. Like we couldn't do fucking August Burns Red version of uh, Britney Spears "Hit Me Baby One More Time." It doesn't translate to the bar <laughs> like kind uh, of a thing. Nope. But so like I don't know. <clears throat> You know what? I'm going to make the final decision, and I'll, and I'll explain this in further detail in one second. So my number two is going to be The Curse. Grew up with The Curse, loved The Curse. We cover The Curse. Like, we're, like, right side of the bed is actually, we might have, that might be, like, one of our top played songs in, like, our cover band. Probably. Like, when we try to mix in our little bit of metal kind of a thing. Like, we actually throw right side of the bed, and people seem to get it. Like, they, they dig it. They're like, yeah. sweet. I like what you did there. Here is why my favorite Atreyu album of all time so far is going to be Long Live. Okay. I feel like there's no wrong answer here. Well, uh, well here's the thing. There's a, little <laughs> bit of, there's a little bit of bias because, like I said, there was that thing. Like I, I lost Atreyu at the OzFest. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then, like, 12 years later, like I go and see him in friggin' Boston at the yeah. Paradise Rock Club. Probably one of the top one and a half shows I've ever been to in my life. We were like right up there, like like pretty much right in their kisser. I have videos of like literally Alex like singing to my face. <laughs> and <clears throat> long Melt live, long Daddy. Pretty much. <laughs> the, the album that came out that pretty they much. were supporting with this tour was Long Live. Yep. And what I like about Long Live is like the title track, Long Live, number one. Mm-hmm. Like just it's it's a it's an opener. Mm-hmm. It's like it brings you in, like it gets you excited. It's heavy as shit. Plus, this is what came of a six-year hiatus. Yeah, kind of a thing. And they're like, "Well, we're not going soft. We're not going lead sales paper anchor. We're not going becoming the bull. We're going fucking long live." And it was just—it was like in your face. It was awesome. Um, a bitter broken memory is one of my favorite songs on that uh, on that one. Heartbeats and Flatlines, and there's one I'm actually trying Start to remember. Start to Break's really good. That was their like other big single. Cut Off the Head has a really good guitar riff in it. It's everything except Do You Know Who You Are. Like, that song, yeah. I have no use. I really have no use for it, and, like, I get, you know, whatever. It's like an anthem song. Yeah, it's like, that's what they wanted from it, kind mm-hmm. of. Like, it like it, it even sounds like, even, like, the, like the, the drumming aspect mm-hmm. of it, but... Anthem songs are tough, because if you mess it up, then it's just a... <laughs> so, and it also kind of goes back to the thing, like you know what? It's a very modern album. It's very well mixed. It's very mm-hmm. well produced. So, like going back to like, like the curse is very raw. Like, yeah. um, True. it's 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 a different sound, but it's just unfortunately like my my life experience with Atreyu, like mm-hmm. Long Live is always going to be important to me because that's like that yeah. one I finally crossed him off my bucket list. Yeah, 
and that's what they came out with. And yeah, it was, that was like, their hiatus. It's like, thing. oh, sweet. Can you imagine if I would have saw a Trey, you were like when fucking Sorry. Creature came out? Yeah. <laughs> 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 Death Grip one yesterday, I should say. It's like I'd be like a completely different human being, but nope, I get to see Atreyu when Long Live came out. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's fair. Most disappointing album. You want my most disappointing album? Because it's very easy. It wouldn't be a newer one, would it? No, absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, I've I've had my take, my piece on In Our Wake. When it first came out, I brought it up. And to slightly reiterate, as an album, as... Non a non Atreyu album. It's right. phenomenal. It's very well done. Like right. it's chorusy. Like everything's right. very well mixed. I mean, the songs are very creative in their own right. But as an Atreyu album, it's, it's just, just not. not. It's not. No, exactly. This this is a hell or high water album. Is what this is. And that's what I was w- worried about because Brendan's taking over and Alex is kind of right. like jumping right. in the back. Right. So clearly speculation. I'm actually not looking at like any kind of news story, like kind of a thing. Like when in our wake came out. It's like, that's exactly the thing. It's like, you can actually almost hear in the music, there's definitely a struggle. Mm-hmm. Whether it's a struggle, whether it's disinterest, whether it's unavailability, like whatever the case may be. Like Alex actually had like health issues that he was battling for a while too. Yeah, I think so. So it's like, whether it's like absenteeism and like the, it's. So the, the weird thing is we brought it up. I think we brought it up. So they did a deluxe edition which came out actually a whole year after In Our Wake came out. They have a, a whole one that was yeah, released. Yeah, right, right. So there was a song that came out after Long Live. Actually, no, before Long Live, when they were on hiatus. The song was called uh, So Others May Live. It's it's a song about the military. It's yep. literally about the soldiers, So Others May Live. Never heard it. I should check it out. It's fucking phenomenal. Like, this was a song that came back from hiatus. It's not on Long Live. It, it never made it to that album. I don't understand why. Because it's it's super heavy. There's so much behind the scenes stuff that we yeah, don't understand. Yeah, I mean, very much maybe. So when like, this one came out, they put it on here. But I, pretty much, it's about you know, you'll never be on the other end of a barrel of a gun because of them. You know what I mean? Like you don't understand, you know, stuff like that. It's well done. It's it's. I remember we were making fun of this release because it's like okay, like we're gonna re-release in our wake, but we're gonna add like these seven unreleased yeah. tracks that we have. And, and mind like, well, you, what a dipshit move! So like. the, the song "When the Day Is Done," you're better off just releasing an album with three more songs. Pretty much, <laughs> this, yeah. So the song fucking when, EP it. Who cares? Yeah, yeah right. Like, when the day is done is the last one on there that re-release, and that that isn't a Treyu song. Yeah, and that is the only one besides this song because I don't count it because it was pretty much released before. And the only one that's I feel is an Atreyu song. It's got the guitar solo right off the bat, like it's fast. It's got like you know Alex being pissed per usual. I mean, it's it's exactly what you, a Atreyu song should be. Kind of punky, a little bit. Yeah, but they were always like on that verge. Exactly. Like, I mean, mm-hmm. Atreyu like, was like a Warped Tour band. Name. Yeah, <laughs> like, it was yeah like, no, it's true. But I feel like that's Warped. that's kind of where people have kind of tried to land was between genres, and that's why there's so many people that are like, oh, we're kind of this, we're kind of this, we're kind of this, and it's because oh, we're all talking about the first time shows. we heard Atreyu. Like, all you have to do is pay attention, man. Like, listen to the old Tony Hawk's dude. They they yeah. show up. It's mm-hmm. true. It's true. They're there. Mm-hmm. They're in there. Yep. Let's yeah. um digress. <laughs> we want to we want to digress about. Go ahead. I'll uh, give you 30, 38 seconds. <laughs> Sounds like my love life. 
Lucky. <laughs> Twice. <laughs> yeah, right? Christ. And time to cuddle. With yeah. a 22-second break. Yeah, yeah. That code's dinner. Hey. Hey. <laughs> I ate fast. Me too. <laughs> All right, so. Oh, Lord. Let's talk about this. Let's talk about this thing that just came out. So Alex has reportedly left the bin. So it was funny because I remember when we first brought this up, we're like, oh, it's like this thing. But rumor, then we, but then, rumors, but then it was like a, it was like a point counterpoint where Alex was like, well, no, it's not like, you know, he just had the baby and, and you know, he wants to do other things, but it's Focus not like a thing yet. And yeah. Cause he wants to do heavy shit. Like that's like his thing. Right. That's what he wants. But it wasn't like, like he didn't say he was leaving. And then all of a sudden it came up like Alex is actually done. But the crazy thing is within like what, two months? Save Us comes out, the new song. Well, even that, it was like like inside a month. And then I listened to it not because I wanted to hear it like as an Atreus thing. I wanted to know what the fuck they were doing. Yeah, I'm not a fan of the so equalizer voices. To and the, kind uh, of give you if, you, if people obviously haven't checked into this, because I looked it up because I wanted to know what the hell, how this is going to work. Because you don't have a front man, technically. So, Brendan is moving off the kit. He will no longer play drums. He will just be the front man of Atreyu. So, they actually um, got a drummer to play drums. Is it you? Nope. Oh. His name is Kyle Rosa. Oh, no, uh, Kyle. I yeah, Kyle's <laughs> are the worst. Uh, no, if I don't know who he is. He doesn't have any... I, that I know of. I mean, I don't... Um, so... You're going to have uh, Mark McKnight, who's their um, bassist, yep. do, he does all the screaming, quote-unquote. Which, don't get me wrong, he's done screaming in the past before. Like, there's a lot of songs he's got, like, the double screaming with Alex. Like, that's fine. Yeah, apparently there's a tour that he actually filled in for Alex, because Alex is actually having, so. like, uh, thro- yeah. throat issues. Yeah. And, like, he, like, just, like, seamlessly, like, filled in. Mm-hmm. You always have, like, that weird guy that's, like, in the band that can actually sound like your, your actual front guy. Yeah. So if you, like, well, you're, when you're with like, him long enough, I think you kind of pick up on it. Yeah, you just start like mimicking yeah. it. So it's like, yeah, I, it's like I can do what he does. What's well, like you hear it enough times? <laughs> oh, listen, name's Bob. I mean, I'm just kidding, Bob. I'm sorry, I love you. <laughs> uh, so or other I was reading into it a bit. So the idea is, I guess, is Brendan was saying that you know they have the drummer that took over. He's going to be in the front, and he, you know Mark's doing the the um, unclean vocals. But, yeah. Um, Brandon also wants to do the screaming as well. To kind of fill in. Can for he scream? I've, from what I've heard from certain songs, a little bit. Okay. The thing is, and this is I, what I wanted to bring up before, is that Alex has, um, Alex has, yeah. Alex has. Alex has <laughs> the sound of a trail. Yeah, it's I feel like that's the. He it's has. Not, it's not just like a random screaming person. Like, he actually, like, you know it's a Treyu because of his screaming. Oh, absolutely. Like, it's unmistakable, like, when exactly. he starts, like, screaming. Like, it's, and it's been unmatched for right. the most part. Right. It's almost like, you know, it's like Randy Blythe from Lamb of God. Exactly. Like, nobody exactly. sounds like Randy Blythe from Random Correct. God except yep. for Randy fucking Blythe from Random. And slightly central disorder, but that's not the point. It's just like Chester. That's true, actually. I, for, yeah, for, it's I forgot close. about it, boys. It's, clo- it's close. Um, no, but, and I think that's going to be the weird thing. And that's what's going to take away the Atreyu part of it, I feel. And I remember, like, when this first actually came down, it's like, are we just wiping out, like, the first 
16 years of a Treyu so now? Because it's weird. We can't... So I follow Brendan on Instagram. He posts a lot of, you know, like any, you know, artist and famous person. They always mm-hmm. post mm-hmm. a lot on social media. So they're doing a lot of the live stream stuff that they want to go into. And they're actually doing a best of a Treyu live stream. So I'm curious how that's going to consist. Uh, it's like... Or maybe like that's like their way of like stretching their legs and like kind of like, trying it out and see how it works. Like let's see what this sounds like. Let's see the reaction. And the thing is, is I can tell you the reaction. I I, <laughs> I I don't know. Like you know, you try to. This is like that never-ending tale of like when like the lead singer story. the lead. <laughs> well, the lead singer leaves a band, or you lose the lead singer, like for whatever reason, tragic or you know beyond. Kind of a thing. And it's like, are you still the same band? It's like, well, Atreyu to me is Alex. Like, Brendan, I lo- love you, mean mm-hmm. it. Like, he does it, great honest, things. But the thing is, you couldn't do it the other way. You no, couldn't you lose couldn't. Brendan to be Atreyu. You, you couldn't lose either right. of them. Like, it's two pieces of the same puzzle. You like, get you so used it. to hearing the sound. But right. it just the... goes back to the thing. Because, I mean, Hell or High Water is a great band. Like they're, they're have fantastic. great they, yeah. have, they have great albums. I'm yeah. a huge fan. But I go to Hell or High Water <laughs> expecting to hear Hell or High yeah, Water. Exactly. I come to Atreyu <laughs> not to listen to Hell or High no, Water. No, I 100% agree. And I love yeah. Hell or High Water. Mm-hmm. Well, it's just like when, uh, when Bullet did that weird, like, super group. Oh, Axwoon? Yeah. I fucking love Axwoon. Uh, yeah, he's like, I'm not going to be like the front guy. You be the front guy. Yeah, he just plays guitar. Oh, he's nah, in there. No, he's singing. He's, oh, I mean, he does the clean vocals. I mean, Cold, yeah. The cold yeah, is like and Antichrist or something like yeah, that. Yeah, but, it, but it's just like, you can't, like, once you're in that sound, like, it's hard for people to buy into right. another one, you right. know? Well, unless, that's why it was, unless you're going, like, cross-genre or something sure. to where it's like, I don't know. You're like, I don't know, if he came out with a rap album, I'm sure he'd have a it's, different sound. You know what? It's, ex- it's exactly <laughs> like, like when you know David Draymond made The Vice. Mm. It sounds like fucking Disturbed. Because he's, uh, a little he's more industrial. F- but still. A lot dis- of industrial. But, if but it's like Industrial Disturbed. But if you didn't know better, <laughs> you would just be like, oh, New Disturbed. Well, it's the thing. Like, what's a uh, fucking Three Days Grace? Yeah. Like, he goes to fucking Santa Sonia. It's a heavy version of Three Days Grace. Exactly what it like, is. It's, yeah. And but Three then, Days Grace is not the same. It's no. not. As much as, like, they're kind of still popular and whatnot, and the guy from um, Our Darkest Night, or whatever the hell his name is. No, not Our Darkest Days. Sorry. My Darkest Days. My Darkest Days, thank yeah. you. He does fine. Don't get me wrong. But it's just not the same. That guy is such a... This is the thing. We actually... This song was just actually on in our background. House of Gold, which was a bit was a, a big song from uh, In Our Wake. Like, it's played constantly on the uh, the satellite XM. radios and the, the octanes and, like, whatnot. Like this feels to me like this is like the transition. It's okay, Alex. We're gonna work you. We're gonna work you out. Like starting meow. It's. It and seems like it's it's been in transition. It's not like a quick. And it's like the time is now. It's same just, same freaking thing. It's like the same. You know what song really bothers me on that album is fucking. Uh, oh Christ, blind, deaf, and dumb. That's a weird song. It just makes me wonder, like how long there's been tension in the band. Because there's been this back and forth for a little while. Maybe it's you know not even I mean? tension. Like, Maybe it's just like, hey, I got to move on. I got to well, like, well, go no, on my but, but I feel like... Although, person, person, like actual personal reporting, because um, we saw Atreyu for a second time at, yep. the, Par- at the Paradise. Uh, that mm-hmm. was the show they did with uh, Ice Nine Kills. Correct. And so personal reporting... Like, actual eyeballs. Like, I'm not reading this. I'm actually, like, watching. 
Alex was fucking pissed. He was the whole the night. Guy. Yeah, he, he was he, he was fucking guys. pissed with the crew. He was pissed with his shit. Like he was just like he was he had the, he wasn't. I'm not gonna say the word uninterested. Because, like, he was still, like, he would come up and you would, like, but put his, on, like, but his heart wasn't in it. kind of a thing. But it's like, dude, you're on a stage that's, like, 12 feet wide. Because something, like, he couldn't hear himself. So, like, he'd be, like, like in the back, like, like talking to the guy. And then, like, his part would come up and he'd run out and, like, do his thing. But he'd go back and he's like, I still can't hear my shit. Yeah. Like, and we, it's like, I can't. And we were actually, we we're actually standing in a spot that you can actually see all of this. Because, yeah, like, yeah. Their, their load-in area was, yeah, like, like, like right, right next to the stage. So, like, we were actually tucked in that corner kind of a thing because, like, this place was mobbed that night. Oh, yeah, it was busy. But you could tell, like, he was having monitor issues. Like, he wasn't getting the right feedback. He didn't sound great. Uh, the like, guy but from Memphis made fire fucked up the microphone. <laughs> probably. Like, fucking, who knows? But it's, like, whatever the case may be. But it's, like... But that's, like, the thing. Like, maybe he was just fucking annoyed with it. Yeah, it's like, dude, I'm done. I'm done with this. Well, like, even I'm... even in that last thing, he pointed. He's like, I want to make some brutal shit. Like, I want to make something heavy. Because I remember he um he had that band uh, I Am War that he yeah. was in for a little bit, and that was just heavy as shit. Like, that's just what and he I wanted to do. Like, I can't imagine just... coming in with like a mindset. I was like, dude, I want to do heavy. I want to do heavy. I want to do heavy. And then you walk into a room and you have to like work with Brandon, <laughs> who's like, yeah. dude, I want to do, I want to do melodic. I want to do melodic. I want to, I want to do heavy. Heavy, melodic, heavy, melodic. Heavy. I'll tell you what. I'll just go in the closet. Let's see ya. It's it's unfortunate. Um, like who knows? Like it's like there's no there's the, no animosity. The like thing, they they tried debunking the rumor that he was leaving, right. and then all of a sudden he's gone, and there's like a whole new fucking band like yeah, playing a trade. It's like what the hell? So <laughs> the thing that that one of the other main reasons I enjoy a trade too is because they've had the same people. Pretty much right. from the beginning, they've had right. the same group. It hasn't been any changes. They had a few uh, bass <clears throat> changes, but still, I think Suicide Notes had a different bassist. But starting from the Cursing on, it's always been Mark. It hasn't changed since then. So the fact that they've always had the same energy together, like they've created together, right. and I think that's—I mean, Avenged Sevenfold is another one. They've always had the same people. Yeah, right? continu- continuity is huge. You know what I mean? Like, and it makes a difference when you see a band three times in a row and it's always the same people. Right. And unlike some bands who have it, different people. The, right. These two guitarists like make me laugh too, like Dan Jacobs and Travis Miguel. Like they like completely like different people. They like really who are. like who the how the hell did you get this group together? <laughs> like Travis like, Miguel <laughs> is literally just like in the corner by himself, not bothering anybody. Dan Jacobs like, is running around like a crazy person. Like plain white dude. Like literally, pl- yeah. that's the best way I could describe mm-hmm. him. Like in a as nicely as possible, unracist <laughs> as you want. Actually, but plain ass white, fucking so. white dude. <laughs> like, They're just a plain dude. And then fucking Dan Jacobs. Dan Jacobs is like fucking five foot nothing. Playing his guitar behind his head. See, the thing that bothers me, though, is that... And that's another thing, too. Is, I mean, this song has a little bit, but Dan Jacobs is a phenomenal guitarist. You listen to Bleeding Mascara. You listen to Heartbakes and, and Flat Lines. You listen to any of those things. They have the crazy guitar solos, the beautiful riffs. This stuff doesn't have that. It's just drowned out. It's all... And I don't mean this in any negative way, but it's all Brendan. It's all that chorus. It's all that, like, the lyrical aspect of it all. But don't get me wrong. Atreyu lyrics are phenomenal. Like, they always have neat things in there. But it just, you, I feel like you lose a lot of it. Yeah. No, you definitely do. Okay, so. Although I feel, though, the drums in, in, in our wake is very well done. But again, still branded. So to that point, like, the, the first thing that just actually came to my mind, it's like, okay, like, who's actually, 
producing these albums that are giving like that extra voice saying, hey, we should lean this way, lean this way. So uh, just did a quick. They <clears> did a new. Atreyu a... recently teamed up with producer John Feldman, yeah. who previously worked with the band on 2007's. Let's sell Paper Anchor. Let's sell yeah. Paper Anchor. Yep. And their most re- recent record, 2018's In Our Wake. Weird, right? And Save Us. So you got a fucking producer, bro. That's I don't know. It's like I feel uh, like that's Hollywood the, Records, if I'm correct. I feel like that's the dynamic of music, though, because you think about like we always talk about unreleased songs, right? And all these bands that produce different, like they, you know, they they come up with different songs and, and new stuff on their albums and whatever, and then they have to be vetted. There's a vetting process in the music industry. If the people that you're signed to do not like the sound of a single song that you just made, it's not going to go. Right. Whether or not it's a banger. Right. If they don't sign off on it, if they're not on board, that doesn't go there. Right. So like, I feel like so much of these like ins and outs and ups and downs on these different albums and how things change and whatever, a lot of times I don't blame the band for that. Necessarily, I mean, I Sometimes understand. Sometimes the like, producer and the labels are. Yeah, involved. and and you need to think about it too. Like, <clears> if you look at any musician, like I don't know a single musician that only makes one kind of music. Mm-hmm. I don't. Like, you might have a certain sound, but like, I, you know, when you get into that creative process, you can go in a million different directions. Mm-hmm. And when you're dealing with somebody that wants to funnel you down into one area of sound, it's tough to work with those people. So. Obviously, having your sound established goes a long way, but it's like, either way, your stuff is still going to have to get vetted through the people at the top right. before it gets released. Also, makes so, me wonder when you when you work with like a single guy, does he only have like one sound? Like, does his brain only go in like one direction? And right. It's like, hey, if I'm producing this album, like, this is really what we got to do with this kind of a thing. <clears throat> well, what's I've never actually worked. What's crazy to me is how subjective the industry is, right? Like, like we we gauge <clears throat> we gauge like one level of success. For, like, who the power players are hmm. in the industry. Sure. So, like, if if somebody produces this album that's a, that's a banger that goes crazy, you know, I'm not going to name names, but there's some producers that I can think of that have produced some crazy good albums once in their life. Right. Only one time. Mm-hmm. And you look at it, and you look at it, and you're like, wow, well, that's clearly all of the band. Like, you just guided the, like, you literally just rode the band into that level of status. And now mm-hmm. people think you're, but, like, you're not the guy. You know, yeah. there's a couple other, there's a couple big names in the industry that's like, sure. okay, this guy's worked with these people, plus right. these people, plus these people, and he's killed it every time. That's the guy you want to work with. It's all networking. Right. But... But it's not, there's not like an end all be all. There's not like, I feel like so many people measure like, measure a good album based on the success, but there's so many other factors that go into the success of an album. There's the marketing of it, there's the performance of it, there's the touring, there's the, there's, there's so many different levels in the music industry. And that's why I feel like it's so easy for different people to fall between the cracks and not get noticed or not get picked up or not be taken seriously. And if you look at some of these, like like we were just saying with the Treyu's albums that aren't more known, you look at a lot of those songs, it's like these are epic, awesome, great songs. But right. because some higher up in the industry did not give their stamp of approval on it, mm-hmm. it's deemed not worthy. Right. And so that, that hierarchy still exists, and I just feel like... They should have toured in New England more. 
Oh, everybody should tour in New England more. We have nothing to do. <laughs> yeah, it's so. It's, I guess the I guess the final question to present is: so with the uh, with the most recent changes, would we say this is rest in peace, Atreyu, or is this wait and see, Atreyu? I'm gonna give it till they release their next album. Yeah, I'm never one to jump the gun. I have to wait and see. I just have to. And 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 it's more a respect thing for Atreyu, right. because I do love and respect Atreyu. And whatever Atreyu, like whoever, whoever is involved with Atreyu is is part of that also. Like I I don't wanna, I don't wanna shun any any one person who's coming or going. Like obviously the sound is gonna change, but I don't wanna give up faith and hope that they can't produce great songs because they have for so long. <laughs> You guys are way more optimistic than I am. This is rest in peace, Atreyu. Dead, gone, and buried. I mean, don't but get I me do wrong. Love it's, it's, I do love Hell or High Water. It's not going to be the same. It's not. And that's the thing, is it? And that's what people always look for, and that's the hardest part in any divorce, Cotton, you know? It's, it's like not the same. Continuity of it all. And there are just old songs that are so Alex heavy. It is. It's so. I and it's like, how can you possibly recreate the Alex heavy songs? And it's like, it's not even like we lost Alex. Like Alex is still out there. Alex right. is still like living his best life. But it's like we don't get Alex anymore. It's well, like, what are we doing? <laughs> no, I, I mean, agree. But I kind of balance that with Kill Switch. I mean, thank God we have recorded music. I mean, I can listen to Alex and, and you know, whenever go you to, go to sleep and have <laughs> sweet dreams and like whatever. But it's like fuck. That means we got to get Alex on the podcast then. I mean, <laughs> so we he's can. not in a band right now. <laughs> but but like I said, with Killswitch, like the sound changed. the The lead singer changed. Mm-hmm. You know, nobody really liked it, but it wasn't. I, I'd say okay. You know what though? Killswitch kept their integrity for the most part. Like they right. didn't. I'm sorry. Like between Howard and like, at they, least they, they went back to the original guy. <laughs> they didn't pick well, someone right, totally different. Right. It's not like they. In all fairness, especially to like the untrained ear, <clears throat> they didn't change that much. No, there's a, there's a few songs you honestly. Well, well have. this is what I was gonna say is that Killswitch is one of the the very very rare circumstances where it was a lateral move. It's like when ACDC like had like a difference. It oh, was they, dude. They lucked out. It it's was like, two people. Oh, there's two people in the world that can do that. Oh, yeah. cool. <laughs> but it was two people that that loved the band enough and Worst respected case, each other enough to <laughs> to be able to make the same sound continual despite the outside differences you know and i'm not like look everybody always talks jesse and howard whatever like it's never going to be the same look i love howard because of the breakthrough like Mm -hmm. when i I don't know just all the like they hit like three albums in a row where howard was just killing it you know what i mean those are Mm -hmm. big shoes to fill and i can't say that jesse totally filled those shoes but i can't say he dropped the ball either right so it's like filled them in his own way that was a lateral move by that the way, was... COVID, we got fucking robbed this year of Kill Switch and Light the Torch. Oh, and yes. August Burns Red. Fuck you. Mm-hmm. Fuck you, 2020. Right, yeah. Hate you. That's very true. Ooh. I am kind of excited for the Jared Dines and... Yeah, the Howard Project. That could be interesting. Yeah. I just... I, I love anything Howard's a part of. He's got yeah. such a... He's very humble. He's a very humble... Individual. He's a humble dude, but he's such a talented dude. Mm-hmm. And... He's not a big personality. He's a huge voice, and yeah. he's a huge like he like his lyrics and like just his perform like everything. Like he's one of those artists that's like okay, he could bounce around and still be successful, 
Right. No, because of his own talent, you know. I mean, um, look at Light the Torch. Right. I mean, so. Look at Devil You Know. Look at, mm-hmm. you know, he kept on gaining, tra- like, and that's the thing about Howard is that he keeps on gaining mm-hmm. momentum everywhere he goes. Right. So it's like, you know, follow that. But Jesse, Jesse's very, he took a ton of time to hone in on his craft and get to a better level. And Although ta- I, I do like Times of Grace. They're very good. Yeah. Well, Jesse even said he, he went. New album coming out from them. Supposedly. Supposedly. I'll, I'll, be, I'll be looking out for it. Yeah. You have a broken man, bro. <laughs> so um, <clears throat> I'd actually be interested in like uh, uh, feedback from, uh, from, from the listening audience as to uh, is it rest in peace, Atreyu, or is it let's wait and see Atreyu? Uh, we'll give it a couple of weeks, and then like maybe we'll put like a poll on like the socials, like mm-hmm. kind of a thing. Obviously, due to uh, radio contracting, copyright, blah 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 blah, we are not able to share with you. But we uh, definitely go to like whatever your music service is. You obviously have at least one, even if it's like a free version. Like, go actually check out the song "Save Us." I mean, yeah, there's nothing wrong it's, with the song. No, it's just it's fine. It's you know, don't get me wrong. It's definitely heavier. So it's in like I almost feel you know I we didn't talk I didn't right talk, I didn't mention this before I actually almost felt feel like they tried adding like the heavier parts seemed to be just to get them in there be like hey listen man Atreyu's still gonna have its soul man we're I still gonna have like I your heavy Atreyu-ness, man and then like because like it's a it's a typical Brandon chorus and it's like you know it's fine it's like whatever and. Yep. You know there's gonna be the diehards are gonna hate it initially like you know me. Um, Yep. <laughs> pretty much. It's pretty Dude, much. I'm just kidding. I, I like, oh, half kidding, half kidding. But so keep a lookout on our socials because, like, you know, we'll put some polls up, and uh, <clears throat> we love feedback. <clears throat> you can also email us. You can send us your uh, your your hate mail feedback. H m o a six p a c k gmail dot com. And yep, I have two announcements. Two announcements. Two announcements. Technically, these are also thrown on Facebook, but obviously, hear if, you, if you don't, hear ye, hear ye. Uh, follow the Book of Faces. Um, our buddies from Texas and Cutthroat Conspiracy. Um, I'm just going to read verbatim from their actual post that uh, they asked us to share. Uh, it says, hey guys, the album is done. We want to record a music video for our title track, The Trials of Self. We are filming with JBAW Productions, Josh West, who has directed music videos and playthroughs for The Offering, Chernobyl The Secret, and Fit for a King. Nice. Uh, as you know, in order to make the album and fund the music video requires a serious amount of cash. We want to put out the best material for our fans. To help us, you can pre-order the album, get exclusive merchandise, and early downloads of the single. So uh, check out our Facebook. I did share the post. It is hard there. at working. Hard-ass working band. Um, from uh, from Texas, like those guys are awesome, and they they they've done some great things. So I mean, you know, download the single, buy some shit, pre-order the album. They're great. They're awesome guys. They gave us T-shirts. That makes them like they way did. awesome. They did. This is before you. You weren't here. <laughs> Sorry, buddy. <laughs> I want my T-shirt. Uh, the last one. Jay um, wouldn't even take one. <laughs> of course, of course he didn't. Um, the I last don't think one. They sent one. <laughs> um, I want to give a shout out to our buddies in Hotel Graffiti. Uh, my personal friend who I went to college with, uh, Bryce. These fucking guys. Yeah. Um, they released their single, uh, Bad Dog, recently. Um, so if you haven't heard it, please check it out. If you haven't heard their previous album, we've had them on the podcast. 
Um, yeah, listen, the- listen to this guy in the podcast episode and him telling you that he doesn't listen to any outside music other than anything that he produces, mm-hmm. and then listen to the stuff that he produces. Yeah. It's like, it's fuck crazy. you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, their album came out in 2019 last year, Why Bad Things Happen to Good People. Please check that out as long, and also their new <coughs> release, Bad Dog. They were a two-piece when we talked to them. They yeah, they have, have a full, the, they have a full they, band now. They, they got oh, music wow. videos. Yeah, they actually nice. got a full-blown they're, they're, thing, so which is cool. They're legit. Yeah. I, uh, we get. I reached out to uh, to Travis from Everest, and he said that they have new music coming out yeah. also. Good. So uh, if, if any of you guys are fans of those guys. We're all fucking just sitting around doing nothing, bro. Yeah, pretty yeah. much. That's kind of where we're at. New a music's of, coming a out, of, though. A lot of new music in the works. There's a lot of people that are that are spinning their wheels in the music world right now, and when they launch, it's going to be a pretty big takeoff. I'm pretty excited to hear all this new Everest stuff, and definitely from Hotel Graffiti and mm-hmm. all of our other lovely bands. Lovely bands. Lovely bands. Hell yeah. All right, Dave, take us home. Well, that's it for us, kids. That's the beer review. Uh <laughs> <laughs> Fuck off. (laughs) (laughs) Too soon? I was not Uh, the review. No, thanks so much for listening. Thanks so much for tuning in. Uh, If you don't follow us on our socials, make sure you definitely go ahead and do that. Um, We are on the YouTubes. We are on the Facebook. Facebook's our biggest one. We are on the Twitter. Uh, We're going to be reaching out to Bill Burr and Jim Carrey and (laughs) Jim Burr and and Bill Carrey and... Alex and... None of which will be a feature on future And I'm very... I don't know. Like I, I, I'm so tempted to want to reach out to Trapped, but I don't know. Dude, if fucking actually... do it. It'll be awesome. Like, yeah, I'm gonna do it. I just want to see what he yeah, has to say. I hope. No, no, can... no. We're gonna put it over under poll. How long we can keep him on air without him hanging up? Fair enough. And right. then we'll have a second poll. How long it takes him to threaten us to sue us to not <laughs> to not release whatever he did say. <laughs> Yeah, well, well, we'll we'll look forward to those headlines uh, sometime later. But but definitely check out our socials and and hit us up. Check us out on Podomatic, Spotify, anywhere you want to listen to music. You can find us at Heavy Metal Over Six Pack, the only place where you can find international, national, and local rock metal and beer reviews. We are Heavy Metal Over Six Pack, and we say thank you very much. And we will catch you next time. I already have the title for tonight's wet dream: Trapped no. versus Heavy Metal Over a Six Pack. I think you should go with <laughs> No You. No you. <laughs> when he calls in, that's what we're gonna say every time he says no you. <laughs> How are you? No you. <laughs> no you. <laughs> Click. Thanks so much, guys. Peace Thank out. Thank you. That is the end of this episode. Thank you for tuning in to another exciting episode of Heavy Metal Over Six Pack Podcast. Marcus, Dave, and Anthony signing off. Check out the podcast at hmoa6pack.automatic.net. Email hmoa6pack at gmail.com. Like and follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Thank you for listening. We'll see you next time.